ஸ்மரணம் மனநம் நிதித்தியாசனம் லிசன் ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் அண்ட் அப்சார்ப் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் சாய்ராம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அவர் ரேடியோ சீரீஸ் இன் விச் அ டிவைன் டிஸ் கோர்ஸ் பை பகவான் இஸ் பிளேட் இன் ஸ்மால் பார்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஃபாலோவிங் ஈச் பார்ட் அ ஷார்ட் டிஸ்கஷன் இஸ் அண்டர் டேக்கன் டு ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த மெசேஜ் திஸ் இஸ் அ பார்ட் ஆஃப் ரேடியோ சாய்ஸ் தேர்ஸ்டே லைஃப் ஹோஸ்டெட் பை சாய் பிரகாஷ் அண்ட் பிரேம் எவ்ரி தேர்ஸ்டே அட் செவன் தேர்ட்டி பிஎம் ஓன்லி ஆன் ஏஷியா ஸ்ட்ரீம் ஆஃப் ரேடியோ சாய் குளோபல் ஹார்மனி டுடேஸ் எபிசோட் வாஸ் ஃபர்ஸ்ட் ப்ராட்காஸ்ட் லைஃப் ஆன் டுவெண்ட்டி மார்ச் The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality, 1990. The clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 31st May, 1990. offering humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet dear listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam as always we are here to go through swami's discourses the discourses he gave us part of the 1990 samuko series we completed the 12th discourse last week i had the company of brother hari shankar from the satsai central trust and today saprakash is back with me we're going to host this program and we are going to the 13th discourse in that series the discourse we completed was on self knowledge the past two discourses i think uh, saprakash one was on self knowledge and the other was knowing thyself right right and now swami is saying the the topic for this discourse is what is freedom <laughs> the question itself is a quite an intriguing one that's right and um, for the fortunate two of us who have already gone through the discourse <laughs> we can only promise the listeners that there is something very very exciting right. coming up <laughs> we should uh, promise and uh, make a confession that the discourse is exciting we are not too sure about the discussion which will follow that <laughs> that's true because it's uh, an external look at it itself says that this is going to be really a profound one but it's a very uh, important topic in that sense what is freedom because much is being spoken about in civil society about freedom of speech you know that's such a high talking point that's true but um, you know looking at the flow in which swami has been coming in this series of discourses i was just thinking why did swami place this chapter here what is freedom i mean all the while swami has been teaching us what you are not you are not the right. body you are not the senses you are not the mind you are not the intellect you are not ahamkara he comes to a point where uh, he says even sadhana is useless you don't have to do sadhana to acquire something you have to only remove the illusion that is around you and uh, then you you know your true identity now he puts it here because uh, do we have a choice i mean freedom automatically means that you have a choice of doing something or not doing something you have the choice now the whole question about freedom and free will is the choice in your hand so at this point where you have to actually remove the illusion are you free to do it or are you bound by destiny when you will actually get that experience so i was just thinking about it and it comes to the same thing that um, god's will is always there his grace is always there that's why he swami always says you be the container you be ready to receive so basically when you are ready to understand the intricacies and to contemplate on the reality of existence i think that is when god's grace which is always there will shine forth through you and one other thing you look at uh, the series as such mm-hmm. is that uh, one thing which is following through the from the first discourse is mm-hmm. swami is correcting the perspective yeah. you know in the very first discourse swami spoke about how the truth mm-hmm. you know when young men and women mm-hmm. when the youth adhere to truth and righteousness that's mm-hmm. the best uh, seva you can do to your country very true you know, when people are so obsessed uh, not i wouldn't say obsessed they are so keen to do good to the society mm-hmm. so i'm saying that you know the intention is good mm-hmm. but the path you're taking is not uh, the absolute one not the right one correct so similarly 
the other discourses you know when swami mm-hmm. spoke about the senses when swami spoke about the mind mm-hmm. it was all correcting the vision swami saying that you misunderstood these things mm-hmm. you have to put them in the right perspective and mm-hmm. same thing about the gunas yes what swami spoke about the gunas was completely uh, revealing one to <laughs> all of us where swami spoke of what mm-hmm. is the nature and again when swami spoke about self effort when swami mm-hmm. spoke about uh, choices making choices mm-hmm. that is where even this is coming mm-hmm. you know we are talking so much about freedom mm-hmm. you know i should have the freedom to the children are talking about wa- wanting to have the freedom mm-hmm. you know there was a time when the children get the freedom after they are 18 Correct. now the children want freedom at 14 15 okay <laughs> so i think mm-hmm. it's a very important discourse in that sense when swami is talking about what is freedom correct and what freedom should you look for mm-hmm. and are you really looking for that freedom correct. is that freedom really there or is it like a mirage which you're chasing yes that's true and uh, one point before we move on to this the previous discourse of course i was not there for the last segment but um, this point of uh, redefining what is bhakti is very beautiful he has what is bhakti bhakti is constant contemplation on the self so when you are constantly contemplating on the self that is bhakti that is exactly what gyana marga is also so he says bhakti and gyana are the same and the string that ties them together the singular bond is prema that is love it's so beautiful because you know in another place i think we have mentioned this before as well bhagavad gita gives you karma marga bhakti marga gyana marga and in fact it gives solutions to people of any walk of life anyone refers to bhagavad gita he finds an answer in whatever level of understanding he is but uh, in prema vahini in one of, in the book he gives a very beautiful example he says karma bhakti gyana all are one mm-hmm. there is no difference he says if you take a mysore pak and um, you say the taste of the mysore pak is bhakti marga and the height of the mysore pak is gyana marga and the shape of the mysore pak is karma marga <laughs> so he says <laughs> when you put the mysore pak on your tongue the shape changes the height changes and the sweetness is felt so he says all the three are one and the same all you have to integrate all three so this beautiful point about bhakti and gyana is also very relevant because people think that i am uh, advaitin and i follow only one path towards my goal but uh, hasn't shankaracharya written so many <laughs> songs and stutis praising the lord it's all one and the same that's what i would right even the way swami uh, words some of his commands i happen to go through where in uh, conversations with baba by mm-hmm. john hislop yes at one place he asked swami that swami you say wife here when i am here mm-hmm. he said what is the real essence of that statement mm-hmm. he asked swami and swami says wife here when mm. i am here mm. swami says that i is that real self oh okay. swami said you when you reach that state where you have full confidence in that higher self mm. you will know that when this self is guiding every action of mine mm. what am i supposed to fear Now, why should i fear mm. so sami said you have to remind yourself mm. that you are just a container of that higher i correct and you should tell yourself there is nothing to fear because mm. that i is the one which is doing everything correct and you know that is the beauty of sami there is mm. advaita in bhakti there is bhakti in advaita there is no way sami will separate it and give it to you as two separate ones as sami would say bhakti mm. is not complete without that mm. self knowledge self knowledge is tasteless without that bhakti mm. and um, here also again swami says very beautifully the inner significance of shraddha and right. pinda offering of pinda to your forefathers and he says it's not the ball of rice that you're offering this is an offering to the self and you have to offer your own body he says you have to offer your body and all the faculties and skills and only then you are eligible for <laughs> higher understanding that's what i would say and then i think he ends the previous discourse with this beautiful explanation about tunga badra right and he says how your body is called tunga badra and uh, he also says you should live up to your name tunga badra is something which is very sacred a, a great thing which is sacred and uh, he gives the example of tyagaraja how he lived up to his name as a king of renunciation and uh, how even when the king sent him lot of riches he politely refused it he says he prayed to the lord nidhi chala sukama ishwara sanidhi chala sukama so uh, that was a beautiful way in which swami concluded the previous discourse but um, there is one line here which says um, students this is a golden opportunity 
and so many elderly people and eminent people are sharing with you their experience and valuable information but you should utilize this information for your transformation which is possible only when you put into actual practice at least a few things out of the many things you have been hearing with so much of love swami must have made this statement it's like ganges flowing and we have a small container standing how much can we actually take in it if you really feel uh, absolutely you know uh, small in front of this ocean of knowledge and um, swami is so he is just telling start with following one of them but the beauty in this as we mentioned earlier i think in the series sometime swami told one of the students you have to f- follow any one of my sayings any one of my teachings you take and follow automatically everything will else will join so right like when swami spoke in that uh, discourse about the intellect mm-hmm. swami said shraddha is the most important you know, that earnestness mm. the desire to reach something a desire to please swami in all our cases it was mm. that mm. you know that is what is important you might be doing the absolutely wrong thing mm. you know that wonderful story which mm. goes mm. i think we narrated it before mm. where that juggler goes in front of the deity and starts juggling mm. You no know, he is standing there in in the temple in front of the deity and he is mm-hmm. going on juggling juggling and the uh, the story goes the mm. deity appears in front of him and he mm. says what are you trying to do mm. he <laughs> said what stunts are you trying to do in front mm. of me mm. and the lord says that don't you know that i am not moved by stunt devotion mm. you know mm. uh, very profound words he said i am not moved by stunt devotion don't mm. you know why are you performing the stunt in front of me mm. and then the stunt man says mm. oh lord mm. this is all i have the mm. stunt is all that i have mm. so i'm offering you the stunt devotion mm. and seeking the real devotion from you beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that is all uh, it is you know when you sit in a classroom and mm. uh, suppose the teacher is teaching some uh, high flowing concept mm. if you have lost first few parts of the concept the whole mm. class is a washout for you correct but here in the 12th discourse and it was mm. the end of the 12th discourse swami mm. saying if you've been overwhelmed by whatever you've heard mm. forget it just mm. pick up any one thing correct. and just show me that earnest Mm. desire to follow that one thing to please me mm. that is enough i'll make sure that everything else comes your way <laughs> but what you said is really true you know when physically swami was around we tried to do whatever we could and we tried to offer the best we had uh, to swami and uh, often times we would get rebuked with the same words stunt uh, stunt <laughs> this is all a stunt this is stunt devotion stunt this is all part time devotion and all that but i think he just gives you time to contemplate and un- understand what true devotion is right in fact another discourse which we played this morning no even in that swami says the importance is prioritizing mm. that when you slowly start giving more and more importance to god swami was talking about how to overcome attachment mm-hmm. he said the best way is to get attached to something which is more dear more sublime okay he says when you start doing that prioritization when there are two things you prioritize mm-hmm. then there are three things you prioritize eventually you will come to the state where your top priority is god top priority is to please swami top priority is to find that unity with divinity mm. so that itself will let you overcome all the other attachments all the other small uh, things which pull you down and uh, one thing you know uh, was uh, very strange uh, you know in retrospect when i think of it for, for example since i was involved in doing some artwork which would be offered to swami you know constantly you're thinking only about swami like will swami like this will swami like this i should do this properly so that swami swami will like it and i think more than the end result more than the final uh, painting or drawing that comes out the whole process is what swami looks at because i had a very beautiful experience mm-hmm. this was for the sports meet in uh, 1999 and we were in brindavan and uh, for some reason uh, the last minute we had decided that we will make a huge painting mm-hmm. and the painting was actually geeta upadesham okay. painting and uh, only two of us uh, were doing it because it was an oil oil painting and the size was something like 18 feet by 18 feet okay it was massive mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't have a place in brindavan where we could assemble the whole thing so we were doing it in uh, Okay, you know parts and, parts and then assembling parts and seeing whether it's uh, proportion <laughs> is fine okay my god it was i mean uh, it was an unbelievable thing and only swami has achieved it through us but the whole time you know it was so tense and it was so intense also and we were really giving more than what we had giving our best and then doing the work and um, 
the sports day uh, it was uh, displayed actually when we came to patti my father came and saw the painting mm-hmm. and he said yeah geetopadesham anybody can do but what is unique about this when swami is sitting here you are identifying swami with the person who has actually given the geeta right so in a very faint tone we had painted an outline of swami you know for in a very faint tone in mm-hmm. the in the clouds merging okay. with the cloud and swami immediately saw that from the stage mm-hmm. and he said see swami is also standing there <laughs> so he is always looking at all the details but the best part of the whole thing was you know after the sports meet was done the painting was brought to the mandir and it was reassembled near the where we have the om gate now right, and we have right. the ram lakshman sita statues right where the mobile hospital is parked exactly right. mm-hmm. so there the painting was assembled because it was quite a huge one and swami was standing on the veranda and um, that time there was this ganesh statue was not there in the center okay. now so from the veranda swami had a direct view mm-hmm. to that painting and swami said uh, who are the boys who did this painting and myself and the other boy were sitting quite close and warden sir told swami these two boys swami says you need not tell me i know <laughs> <laughs> he says all through the time they were doing the painting they only thought was will swami be happy will swami be happy and they had no other thought and that alone is enough for me and that has made me happy <laughs> very beautiful see he is not looking at the end result he is right. not looking at how the painting has come out he is not looking at what you are going to achieve that earnestness and that sincerity is actually during the process in the process because the process itself leads you to <laughs> so i just felt that right. yeah, i remember a similar interaction which happened with a student mm. for some reason he was uh, very upset with swami i think uh, he wanted swami to respond in a certain way and swami was not responding mm mm-hmm. and he had done you know as typically we students would do he had done a lot of other things mm. hoping that this would please swami too mm. and swami would come and do but it was not happening and he was very angry with swami he was in tears mm. and that day uh, swami came and asked him he mm. said why are you angry with me mm. okay, he said swami you know why i am angry mm. i mean this anger is because i love you mm. this anger is because i really love you and i want something from you i want to come near you and mm. i'm not getting that mm. then immediately swami said something which was very profound he said mm. this is not ordinary anger mm. swami said this is spiritual anger mm. and then swami said what is important when you get this anger is mm. you should make sure that this anger does not allow you to stop and go away mm. this anger should make you strive harder wah mm. swami said then this is good anger mm. it you know that is what swami did sometimes he responded like in your case where mm. he acknowledged that yes this was done for me correct and in those places when that acknowledgement was not forthcoming yes it only meant that i need to step up. it you know step harder you're getting a promotion <laughs> right right you know this is this is not enough for this class anymore and uh, one beautiful thing which uh, one of the wardens was mentioning like uh, when swami was upset with the students and keeping a distance and not talking to them mm-hmm. um he said swami please swami students are really uh, praying hard swami <laughs> they want you to speak to them swami you should speak mm-hmm. and then swami said oh who is karuna sagara you are karuna <laughs> sagara or i am karuna sagara you seem to be knowing your students better than what i know <laughs> i know how much they are pining for me and i know when to give them the reward so really speaking we had no freedom <laughs> <laughs> right i mean that that was something which amir would often show us that he just allowed himself to be pleased i don't Very think true. we could have ever pleased him with all our small Very activities true. you know mm. a, a little child could do a small design on that letter and just write i love you and amir mm. would be so happy with it Very true. and you can't even say that it was a feeling which pleased him mm. because i i don't know if some of our things were really done with that much feeling to please swami it's just that swami chose to be pleased mm. swami chose to give us that in- incentive so that we can intensify our the way we would you know whatever we would take up very true in fact that's what we say when krishna was ready to grant sushupala and kamsa and others themselves moksha how much more eager he would be to come to his devotee <laughs> he says that when a devotee even little bit you pray and pine for me i am ever ready he is ever ready and the only thing is he keeps raising the bar and mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if you are really going beyond uh, and he is he is the one who is happiest this one uh, 
a person who is doing Bhagavata Parayanam. Mm-hmm. He says when uh, Prahlada was thrown off the cliff, mm-hmm. the Bhagavatam says that Vishnu appears there and you know mm-hmm. holds Prahlada in his arms. Mm-hmm. So this Kathakudu, he says, uh, Vishnu does not hold Prahlada like this, you mm-hmm. know, where your mm-hmm. arms are near your chest. Mm-hmm. It seems Vishnu holds Prahlada by bending in near his ankle. Oh. And he says, why does he do that? Hmm. To see if Prahalada's faith changes from that distance to this distance. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is how uh, difficult Taskmaster the God is. And that's for good reason. That's right. As you said, it is for raising the bar and it is for taking us from one class to the other. You have to graduate, as Swami would say. Right. And I, uh, there is a wonderful incident of, you know, Abdul Razak Korbu, mm-hmm. that uh, book which he's written, Satisaka Baba Bhagwan. Yes. In that he says, uh, he goes to a doctor who, who prescribes a eye surgery for him. Mm-hmm. I think a cataract or something. And he thinks that if I come to Swami, mm. maybe by miraculously he'll cure my mm-hmm. you know, ailment. Mm. His idea is I can save 8,000 rupees. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was long time. I think uh, that was the amount of money he had to spend for that surgery. Mm. And it was a difficult amount for him to manage. Mm. Because he was working as a lecturer and all that. Mm. So he comes to Parthi. And uh, Swami calls him for an interview. It's a wonderful interview. He's given the transcript of that interview in that book. Mm. One of the things which happens is he says, Swami, I need an eye surgery. Mm. And straight comes the response from Swami. Mm. Swami says, no miracles for devotees. Oh. <laughs> he says, you're an old devotee. You don't mm. need miracles for faith. Mm. Swami says, go and get it operated. <laughs> and then continues with the discussion. And the beautiful thing is, of course, he goes back and he mm. goes to one of the best doctors in the city mm. and gets his eye operated. Mm. And for no reason, when he goes to the doctor to pay the bill, mm. the doctor says, No, it's okay, fine. I oh. know you for so many years. Mm. So he said, See, I was clamoring for a miracle. Swami mm. didn't do the miracle, mm. but he knew why I wanted the miracle, so that he handled. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> yeah. mm. So I think we'll go to the first clip of the next discourse. Right. Which says, what is freedom? Tamara kupai Talatalalade Tamara kupai Talatalalade Niti bottu valer Nilakadale nidi ಬ್ರತುಕಭಿಮಾನಪು ಪೊರಲ ಕೊಂಪರ ಬ್ರತುಕಭಿಮಾನಪು ಪೊರಲ ಕೊಂಪರ ದಿಗುಲು ದುಃಖ ಮುಲ ತೆರರ ಲೋಕಮು ದಿಗುಲು ದುಃಖಮುಲ ತೆರರ ಲೋಕಮು ಹರಿ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಹರಿ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಹರಿ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಅನರ ಮಂದ ಲೈಕ್ ಎ ಡ್ರಾಪ್ ಆಫ್ ವಾಟರ್ on the lotus leaf which shines forth which sparkles but which is not steady all the same life is like that which is very unsteady and which is full of attachments and life is also full of fear sorrow and there is a screen which is covering the reality in the world hari govinda hari govinda vidyarthulara vidyarthinilara dear students boys and girls adhyatmikamante yemito vyaktigatamaina swatantramante yemito ಈ ರೆಂಡಿಂಟಿ ಯೊಕ್ಕ ಯಥಾರ್ಥ ಸ್ವರೂಪಾನ್ನಿ ಗುರ್ತಿಂಚಟೋ ಸಾಮಾನ್ಯ ಮಾನವನಕ್ಕೆ ಸಾಧ್ಯಂ ಕಾದು ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಆರ್ಡಿನರಿ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ಸ್ 
to understand the real nature of the spirituality and the individual freedom ee aadhyatmika managa kevalamu ontaritanamani kaani ekaaki jeevitamani kaani bhavincharadu when you say it is spirituality it doesn't mean that it is something of a solitary life or a lonely life yavat manava jeevitam madhya prema bheejamulu naati in the midst of humanity sowing the shanti prasunamulu vikarimpa chesi awakening patience perseverance and such great virtues pavitra premanu prajalaku andinchatame ee yokka aadhyatmikam yokka antarartham offering sacred love and distributing among the men that is the true meaning of spirituality indulo ప్రత్యేకమైనటువంటి యొక్క దివ్యత్వాన్ని మనం విచారించినప్పుడు ఇక్కడ ఆధ్యాత్మికమని కానీ వ్యక్తిగతమైనటువంటి స్వాతంత్రమని కానీ రెండు లేవు ఇఫ్ యూ వర్ టు జస్ట్ ఎగ్జామిన్ దిస్ ఇన్ ఎ డివైన్ వే అండ్ ఫ్యాషన్ దెర్ ఈస్ నథింగ్ లైక్ సపరేట్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ అండ్ ఇండివిజువల్ ఇంతవరకు జరిగినటువంటి యొక్క డిబెట్ కేవలం టిబెట్ మాదిరి ఉంటుండాలి అనగా హృదయం అంటే ఏమిటో వాళ్ళు గుర్తించి వర్తించలేదు ద డిబేట్ దట్ వాస్ క్యారీడ్ ఆన్ వాజ్ నాట్ వెరీ ఫ్రూట్ఫుల్ అండ్ త్రోయింగ్ లైట్ స్వాతంత్రం అనేటువంటిది వేదిక పైన ఒక్కొక్క వ్యక్తి తమ యొక్క భావములను ప్రకటించడమే స్వాతంత్రమని భావించారు స్వాతంత్రమన్నది ఈ జగత్తునందు ఎవ్వరికీ లేదు నోవన్ ఇన్ దిస్ వరల్డ్ హ్యాస్ ఫ్రీడమ్ కానీ రాజకీయంగా స్వాతంత్రమని ఒక పేరు వచ్చింది but politically it is possible to obtain freedom ee swatantram anaga emiti videshilo paripalana nundi varini pampi swadeshilo paripalana swikarinchatamu swatantram ani bhavincharu it is considered that getting release from the foreign rule and having our own independent rule is obtaining freedom ఇది వ్యక్తిగతమైన ఫ్రీడము కాదు ఫండమెంటల్ స్వాతంత్రము కాదు ఇట్ ఈస్ నైదర్ ఇండివిజువల్ ఫ్రీడమ్ నార్ ఫండమెంటల్ ఫ్రీడమ్ కేవలము అహంకార తత్వాన్ని ప్రకటించే నిమిత్తమై కొన్ని ఆచరించినటువంటి చర్యలు మాత్రమే ఆల్ దీస్ యాక్షన్స్ ఆర్ ఓన్లీ అన్ ఎక్స్ప్రెషన్ ఆఫ్ ఎ సెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఈగో విదేశీయులు పోయిన తర్వాత స్వదేశీయులు స్వాతంత్రాన్ని పొందినామనుకున్నాం ఎందులో స్వాతంత్రాన్ని పొందాం ఆఫ్టర్ ది ఫారినర్స్ హ్యావ్ లెఫ్ట్ దిస్ కంట్రీ వీ సెట్ దట్ హ్యావ్ గాట్ ద ఫ్రీడమ్ వాట్ కేవలం స్వాతంత్రం స్వాతంత్రం అన్నంత మాత్రం ప్రయోజనం లేదు బై మియర్లీ మెన్షనింగ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఐక్యతను సాధించినప్పుడే స్వాతంత్రము ప్రయోజనం అవుతుంది ఓన్లీ వెన్ వీ గెట్ యూనిటీ దెన్ వీ కెన్ సే దట్ హ్యావ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఐక్యతను సాధించక స్వాతంత్రం స్వాతంత్రం అనుకుంటే ఇది కేవలము పదము యొక్క స్వాతంత్రమే కానీ జీవి యొక్క స్వాతంత్రం కాదు వితౌట్ గెటింగ్ యూనిటీ ఇఫ్ యూ సే వీ హ్యావ్ గాట్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఓన్లీ ఇన్ వర్డ్స్ నాట్ ఫ్రీడమ్ స్వాతంత్రం అనేది హృదయ స్థాయి నుండి ఏర్పడాలి ఫ్రీడమ్ షుడ్ ఎమర్జ్ అండ్ ఎమినేట్ ఫ్రమ్ ద హార్ట్ హృదయం అంటే ఏమిటి వాట్ యూ మీన్ బై హార్ట్ కేవలం రక్త మాంసంతో కూడినటువంటి యొక్క ఈ గుండెకాయే కాదు it is not this physical heart which consists of blood circulation and muscles hrudayamanaga oka sthanamunakkani oka kalamunakkani oka vyaktikani oka deshamunakkani sambandhinchinatundidi kaadu when you say heart it is not with reference to a particular state a particular time a particular individual or a particular country sarvatra sarvakalamu yendukudanu sarva deshamu yendukudanu సర్వ వ్యక్తిని ఎందుకు సమత్వంగా 
ఉండేటువంటి యొక్క దివ్య తత్వమే హృదయం హార్ట్ ఈస్ సచ్ డివినిటీ అండ్ డివైన్ ప్రిన్సిపుల్ విచ్ ఈస్ ఆల్ పర్వేసివ్ అండ్ ఒప్టెయిన్ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీ ప్లేస్ అండ్ అట్ ఆల్ టైమ్స్ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీ కంట్రీ అండ్ ఈ హృదయమునకు రూపము లేదు దెర్ ఈస్ నో ఫార్మ్ ఫర్ దిస్ హార్ట్ కానీ మానవుని యొక్క దేహమునందు దేనిని మనం హృదయముగా భావిస్తున్నామో అది మధ్యలో వచ్చి మధ్యలో పోయేటువంటిది వాట్ యు కన్సిడర్ ది ఫిజికల్ హార్ట్ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ యాజ్ హార్ట్ ఇట్ కమ్స్ ఇన్ ద మిడిల్ అండ్ డిసప్పియర్ దేనిని గుర్తిస్తే సర్వమును గుర్తించినటువంటి వాడు అవుతాడో అలాంటి యొక్క దివ్యతత్వాన్ని గుర్తించడమే ఇదే నిజమైనటువంటి స్వాతంత్రం బై రికగ్నైజింగ్ విచ్ పర్టికులర్ ప్రిన్సిపుల్ వన్ వుడ్ హ్యావ్ రికగ్నైజ్డ్ అండ్ రియలైజ్ ఎవరీ అదర్ ప్రిన్సిపుల్ ఈ వన్ రియలైజ్ సచ్ డివినిటీ దెన్ ఓన్లీ వన్ వండర్ఫుల్ స్వామి puts a lot of things and connects them all together you know he talks about political freedom he, he spoke about uh, the freedom of speech mm-hmm. then he spoke about the relation between unity and freedom mm-hmm. and uh, there were a few truths which we wouldn't like to address in that you know mm. otherwise because but swami was very particular saying uh, you know because uh, in a sense we tend to glorify that freedom struggle Correct. you know Correct. the independence which you've achieved which is uh, nonetheless important mm-hmm. event for the country but to have given too much importance to that and not to have realized and Correct. because that is one thing if you look at uh, the freedom struggle as such mm-hmm. almost all freedom fighters okay and i don't think many countries can boast of this mm-hmm. were men of real spiritual wisdom correct because when swami quotes them be it mm-hmm. uh, the trial lalbal pal mm-hmm. be it netaji subhash chandra bose mahatma mm-hmm. gandhi of course mm-hmm. they all had a very very strong moorings in spirituality in a sense uh, arbindo as arbindo well. yes and they were very clear that this is important for the spiritual progress of this countrymen you know Correct. they had that idea very clear mm-hmm. uh, in fact if you read the writings of bal gangadhar tilak mm-hmm. that's what he says mm-hmm. and when somebody asked him what will you do when we get, when you get freedom mm-hmm. he said i'll go back and become a teacher <laughs> because he said this is this is, i'm very clear of what the people want mm. you know, netaji subhash chandra bose is somebody who ran away to the himalayas when he was a, a teenager okay and he comes back and joins the freedom struggle so all mm. of them had that uh that spiritual aspirant in them mm. and they also took up the freedom struggle in that uh, as a sadhana in their as part of their spiritual progress very true very true i mean possibly they knew what real freedom was right and keeping that in view they felt that this is the first step or whatever it is because when swami speaks about netaji subhash chandra bose also swami is really very moved right and right. Uh, he gives him so much of importance and mm, mm. sets him as a very high ideal for students right to emulate but uh, the beautiful part is he says true freedom springs from the level of the heart right <laughs> <laughs> all this freedom is okay but in a sense it's right because you, yes you have you have got freedom from a foreign rule but we don't have freedom from our own rule right now we are under uh, our politicians right. <laughs> look at it now and uh, in that sense there is no absolute freedom for anybody in any sphere of life so he says true freedom springs only from the level of the heart then he goes on to define what is meant by the heart hridayam right <laughs> so but it's a very intriguing thing you know why something would be named a heart you know why mm. an organ is named a heart mm. and when most often most religions mm. and most scriptures refer to something as heart which mm. is completely different correct i think it's only uh, to give it that importance because mm. we know how important a, a organ the heart is correct it's the central uh, for life to exist right so also i think this awareness or this collective heart that swami is talking of the heart that is present in everybody the hridayam right uh, actually heart is not the i think uh, the right translation for it right. hridayam as right. swami says hridayam is one that is present in everybody and uh, that's amazing because he says that directly the divine principle that's present in all and the wonderful way with which swami begins this discourse where he says you know spirituality is not living in solitude correct no it yeah. is in bringing the awareness the spiritual awareness to as many people as possible and to strive mm. for that correct now that is a true sign of spirituality in fact um, when you think of that automatically what comes to your mind is unity 
you know unity is such a beautiful concept he says the ultimate unity of seeing god in all is the highest state of existence but often times swami has told india the only problem we have in our country is lack of unity right and um, uh, how related everything is because unity in the sense of social life and society as such but unity in the ultimate sense as well <laughs> so he says uh, lack of unity and here very beautifully he describes and defines what spirituality is <laughs> and uh, yes i think there is a level at which people go and they are able to control their mind in solitude but i think the fulfillment of that is when they come back to the society and serve possibly that's what it is right in fact you know the idea of india itself and whenever swami speaks so highly of bharat mm-hmm. you know one of the beautiful things is that here we are the way we look the way we eat the way we dress is so different mm-hmm. and you might go to the the cornermost part of the country let's say assam or meghaland mm-hmm. those people look so different from us correct you know their eating habits are completely different the, mm-hmm. their culture is completely uh, unique correct but still there is a sense of brotherhood there's a sense of you know belonging he said correct. yes you're indian i'm indian correct. i think that is a message which this uh, geographical unit mm. unified nation that india is mm. it stands for no i think that might be there in other countries as well there is definitely a sense of brotherhood and you know comradeship in most countries but how deep is it rooted in spirituality right. is something which is uh, i think unique to in bharat as swami right. would say so the whole question is now he is redefining what is hridayam <laughs> and he says true freedom can spring only from the level of the heart so we have to understand what exactly freedom is he has still not let the right, but yeah. in fact you know even before defining freedom mm-hmm. swami is using two uh, words he's mm-hmm. saying individual freedom and fundamental freedom okay saying that you know forget spiritual freedom i think mm-hmm. fundamental freedom maybe that is what swami is referring to the spiritual mm-hmm. aspect of freedom forget that fundamental freedom even the individual freedom is not there mm. so this idea that you know i am living in a free country so i am living in a democracy i have the freedom mm. you know that also is a qualified freedom Correct. you know it is not that complete absolute freedom i Correct. think that is something which swami will go on to explain possibly and um, another concept which swami has brought out in previous discourses is a concept of satyam and ritam right see here i think it's in a way relevant because satyam truth is yes you are free from foreign rule in the ultimate sense of uh, ritam that is what swami is telling here uh, the hridayam and uh, what is actually freedom and uh, i think in the course of this discourse we will learn that absolute freedom and true freedom in which means freedom <laughs> the yeah. word uh, giving meaning to the word freedom can be achieved only in the ultimate sense of seeing unity in the entire cosmos right i think yeah, that's what it is hopefully <laughs> it sounds simple but of course i'm sure swami will uh, because i think this is one of the longest discourses also okay so we'll but uh, you know just going through the text itself swami is giving so many examples right. so many situations and so many beautiful things coming up in this discourse and let us quickly go to the no, next clip because you know at the outset you think that where does the concept of freedom come in between all this exactly you know, so swami is talking about knowledge mm. where, as you said satyam ritam mm. where does freedom feature in all this <laughs> so i think it's going to be an exciting discourse so we'll go to the next clip sure yada andande tadha ब्रह्मांडे अन्नार अनगा अंडांडा मनगा व्यस्तिकतमेने टुंटेरी When you say अंडांडा it refers to the individual ब्रह्मांडा मनगा समस्तिस्वरूपम ब्रह्मांडा refers to the cosmos तनंतानु कुर्तिंचकुन्ना टुंटे व्यक्ति सर्वमनु कुर्तिंचकलेरो The one who has realized himself has realized everything else आईते तानंते यवर when you say he who is the inati manavudu prapanchamulo sarvamunu telisukonutaku prayatnistunnadu today's man is trying to know everything sarvamunu teliyunani virraveegutunnadu he also feels proud that he knows everything oka vela teliyakapothe telisukonutappudunu prayatnistunnadu if he does not know he is also making efforts to know kaani మానవుడు తానెవరో తన తత్వం ఏమిటో తనను తాను తెలుసుకోనకుండా సర్వమును తెలుసుకున్నట్టుగా ప్రయత్నిస్తున్నాడు 
but man is not trying to know who he really is what his principle is without this he is trying to know everything else upanishattu nandu uddhalakudu anetundi maha panditudu tana kumarudu anetundi setakaitunni vidyabhyasa nimittamai pampinadu inkoka guruu daggariki in upanishads there is an instance wherein uddhalaka sent his son swetaketu to another master for studies పన్నెండు సంవత్సరములు చక్కగా సర్వ విద్యలు కూడా గ్రహించాడు కానీ అన్నీ తెలిసిన నీ వెర్రవీగి వెర్రివాడై తన దగ్గరకు తన తండ్రి దగ్గరకు వచ్చి నాన్న నేను సర్వ విద్యలను నేర్చినాను అన్నాడు ఫీలింగ్ విత్ సెన్స్ ఆఫ్ కన్సీట్ అండ్ ప్రైడ్ హీ కేమ్ టు హిస్ ఫాదర్ అండ్ టోల్డ్ హిమ్ దట్ హీ హాస్ లర్న్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ అప్పుడు నాన్న ప్రశ్నించాడు నాన్న ఏమి తెలిసినా సర్వమును తెలిసినట్టు అవుతుందో దానిని నీవేమైనా చదువుకున్నావా అన్నాడు ఫాదర్ క్వశ్చన్ హిమ్ వెల్ చైల్డ్ హ్యావ్ యూ లర్న్ దట్ థింగ్ బై లర్నింగ్ విచ్ యూ హ్యావ్ లర్న్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఎల్స్ ఈ యొక్క కుమారుడు శ్వేతకేతుడు కొంత అహంకారం నుంచి క్రింద దిగాడు హీ వాజ్ ఎ లిటిల్ he brought got down from his conceit and ego a little annintikante kudanu vidyahankaramu chaala verritana mesto untuntadi among all the types of pride and vanity pride of education has a very high place appudu lokagnanamu kante aatmagnanamu brahmagnanamu atyavasaramani uddharakudu tana kumarudaina shetaketuniki chakkaga bodhinchadu then he taught his son that without having the general knowledge and common sense he, we, he his education is incomplete and useless oka chinna udaharanam one small example evaraina manam chuchinappudu kotta varini meer evarandi ani prashninchadaniki poyinappudu atanu nenu evaru naaku teliyadantante manam emani bhavistam atanu oka pichchi vaadani bhavistam you come across a stranger let us assume you ask him may i know who you are if he tells you i do not know who i am you consider him as a mad person adi vidhamuga nee evaro neeku teliyinappudu itaramainaatundi daanni telusukorataga prayatninchinappudu neevu kuda aa pichchivaani kante pedda vaadu kaadu kada similar is your case if anyone ask you who you are if you really do not know who you are and if you are trying to find out everyone else are you not worse than that mad person కనుక మొట్టమొట తనను తాను గుర్తించుకోవడానికి ప్రయత్నించాలి ఇన్ ది ఫస్ట్ ఇన్స్టెన్స్ దేర్ ఫోర్ ఎవరి వన్ హండర్స్టాండ్ హూ హీస్ లేక దానికి జవాబు చెప్పచ్చు నేను పలాని రామయ్యను చెప్పచ్చు వన్ మే సే దట్ ఐఆమ్ సచ్ అండ్ సచ్ రామయ్య నేను రామయ్యను అన్నప్పుడు రామయ్య దేహం యొక్క పేరు నేను అనేటువంటిది ఎవరు వెన్ యూ వెన్ వన్ సేవ్ దట్ ఐఆమ్ రామయ్య రామయ్య ఈస్ ద నేమ్ గివన్ టు ద బాడీ then who is that ramayya ku prachekanga nenu anetundi okati untundali kada adhikanga there is one i separate from ramayya who is that i ayukka nenu tattvanni matram gurtinchali it is necessary to find out that i principle aa nenu anetundide hudayam that aa nenu anetundide aatma aa nenu anetundide brahmam that principle of i is heart aatma and brahman ఈ హృదయం అనేటువంటిది సర్వత్రా ఉండినటువంటిది దిస్ హార్ట్ ఈస్ ఫౌండ్ ఎవ్రీవేర్ ఒక చిన్న ఉదాహరణము వన్ స్మాల్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ ఒక చిత్రకారుడు ఒక కాగితం పైన చక్కగా ఒక నర్తకిని చిత్రించాడు వన్ పెయింటర్ పెయింటెడ్ ది ఫిగర్ ఆఫ్ ఎ డాన్సర్ అనే పీస్ ఆఫ్ పేపర్ ఇక్కడ కాలు వంగింది చెయ్యి వంగింది వ్రేలు వంగింది అనేక రకములుగా కూడా నృత్యం చేసినట్టుగా తను చిత్రించాడు the picture was caught in such a poster that it was representing dancing in every limb of hers hand tala trippinattuga kanipinchindi kaalu vonchinattuga kanipinchindi chelu vonchinattuga kanipinchindi reelu vonchina anni vompulutona hechu taggulutona kanipinchindi aa chitramu in that picture it was so clear that the head was turned the hand movement of hands the movement of legs fingers everything was giving the impression drishtaniki hechu takkulu ga kanipistundadi kaani aa kaagitham manam chaviri chuste ye hechu takkulu levu 
when you see the picture there there are those ups and downs but you see the uh, surface of the paper there is nothing no difference on the surface konni chitramul lopala pette pette parvatalanta kudunu goppaga ettuga tagguga pillanga pallanga ee vidhanga kanipistuntayi in the picture some of the mountains will be looking there will be a lot of ups and downs modulations and kaani picture nu manamu aa yokka kaagitamamu anti chuste andulo ye maatram kudunu hechu pallam levu but you feel that paper with your hand there is no ups no downs it is a clean surface adhe vidhamgane ee hrudayamunandu ee jagat anetundi hechu pallamulu manchi cheddalu paapa punyamulu satya satyamulu kashta sukhamulu ee vidhamaintundi vyathyasam manu kanipistu undinappatikini hrudayasthayandu indulo ye maatram kodunu bedhamulu kanipinchavu similar is the case with heart you experience sorrow joy and all dualities in the heart but when you go to the state of heart itself actually there is no such a difference at all adi antyamunaku lenatvantidi madhyaloku kanipinchinappudikinu adi kuda lenatvantidi that which doesn't exist in the beginning and at the end even when it makes its appearance in the middle truly speaking it doesn't exist idi oka tumbler antam here is a tumbler దీనికి రూపం ఒక్కటి నామం ఒక్కటి ఉంటుండాలి ఇట్ హస్ గాట్ ఏ నేమ్ అండ్ ఏ ఫామ్ ఇది రూపము దిస్ ఇస్ ది ఫామ్ దీనికి తగిన టమ్లర్ అనేటువంటిది నామం టమ్లర్ ఇస్ ద నేమ్ గివన్ టు ఇట్ ఈ రూపమును నామమును తీసివేస్తే ఉండేది ఏమిటి ఏంటి మాత్రమే ఉండేది యు టేక్ అవుట్ దిస్ నేమ్ అండ్ ఫామ్ వాట్ రిమైన్స్ ఇస్ సిల్వర్ ఇది టమ్లర్ కాక పూర్వము వెండే బిఫోర్ ఇట్ బికేమ్ టమ్లర్ ఇట్ వాస్ సిల్వర్ టమ్లర్ సమయమునందు ఇది వెండే ఇన్ ది ఫార్మ్ ఆఫ్ టమ్లర్ ఆల్సో ఇట్ ఇస్ సిల్వర్ దీని టమ్లర్ ను చెడగొట్టి ఒక ముద్దగా చేసినప్పుడు అప్పుడు వెండే యు రిడ్యూస్ ఇట్ ఇంటూ ఏ మాస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ అగైన్ సిల్వర్ ఇది ఆది అంచెమునందు వెండిగానే ఉంటున్నది మధ్యలో వచ్చినటువంటి ఇవే ఈ రూపనామములు ఇన్ ది బిగినింగ్ ఇట్ వాస్ సిల్వర్ అండ్ ఇన్ ది ఎండ్ ఇట్ ఇస్ సిల్వర్ ఇన్ ద మిడిల్ యూ గాట్ ద నేమ్ అండ్ ఫార్మ్ టమ్లర్ కనుకనే దీనిని మిథ్యా జగత్ అని కూడా పేరు వచ్చింది that is why this particular world is called mithya world so that's that uh, second part of that discourse swami starts with that lovely story of shweta ketu correct it is very very famous uh, story from the upanishads mm-hmm. and uh, i think before that swami says that the basis of the brahmanda is actually in the individual itself correct and it's easier to look within and to find the truths than mm. to acquire all the knowledge Hmm. you know uh, which is outside so we start with that and then he goes to that story mm-hmm. and a wonderful uh, uh, story in that sense because you know the here is the father who has the capacity to impart that ultimate knowledge to the son correct but he doesn't do that he says hmm. you go and acquire all the knowledge which you think is necessary for your life mm-hmm. which you think is going to give you that uh, you know uh, learning correct and after he comes back then he tells him have you learned that by knowing <laughs> which you know everything hmm in a sense uh, it's very similar to what swami says i have brought you all here to give you the worldly education it's like giving you the butter <laughs> but i'm holding the stick of atma vidya behind like how mother yashoda held the stick behind and held right. the butter in the front to attract little krishna so he says i am what i really want to give you is atma vidya what i wanted to give you is knowledge of the atman and that is why i have started this institution and university it's amazing <laughs> and um, you know really as we discussed before if you go back in 1990 and you are actually sitting in this hall and swami is talking this concepts <laughs> really uh, how many people would have you know contemplated i i hope enough uh, all of them would have because some people as we were discussing earlier who were there during this series of discourse um, you know for a month or so after the series they all were you know in a state of uh, inspiration i would say in a state of uh, spontaneous silence if you would put it that way right. because it was so powerful i mean these concepts are so powerful and it's just like uh, taking the essence of all the upanishads and giving it to you <laughs> <laughs> and you know this very statement have you known that by knowing which you know mm-hmm. there's so many forms in which some you would say this some you would say you've come to me have you received that by receiving which you have received everything mm-hmm. the chinnakatha which some you would say is about 
a king who opens an exhibition and says anybody can walk in and take anything okay and uh, there is this one young lady who comes in and she looks at everything with disinterest and mm. she doesn't pick anything mm-hmm. the king observes her and comes to her and says you're not picking anything mm-hmm. so she says no i don't uh, know what to pick mm-hmm. and then she turns to the king and say can i have you <laughs> <laughs> and the king is surprised he says mm. why do you want me mm. and she says i want to pick that mm. by taking which i'll have everything wow <laughs> and then the king recognizes the Hmm. wisdom in a voice and Swami would say you've come here hmm. instead of asking every day for something hmm. ask for that by receiving which you will, all your needs will be fulfilled you will have no more needs you will no more wants hmm. will be there uh, that beautiful statement even uh, Nisargdath Maharaj says so they ask he says the only way in which you can help a person is to put him in a state beyond the need for help <laughs> so you know any other help you do to a person he is going to need your help again right so the only state is to put him beyond the need for help right. are you able to do that <laughs> something what even uh, prabhakar rao sir shared mm. with us mm-hmm. when he was contemplating on that help ever hurt, ne- hurt never mm-hmm. he was going on thinking why why does swami say help ever help ever mm. okay and then it just struck him mm. he felt that it was help ever mm. to empower okay so he said you mm. should help people in such a way mm. that they can henceforth help themselves correct you know mm. helping them should not make you, make them dependent on you mm. correct <laughs> then he goes on to this uh, example of his uh, calling ramaya right. i am ramaya and very nicely swami always says body is a water bubble mind is a mad monkey i am not the body i am not the mind who am i this is to be a you know a continuous phrase with swami would say and here swami is saying i am ramaya but ramaya is the name given to the body and who who am i right because you know i think uh, people who have changed their names mm. during the course of their life they will be able to relate to it <laughs> right very ra- right? correct so correct. many people it's very simple mm. you just give a uh, government know, government <laughs> form is filled a mm. p- paper no- notice is given and then your name is changed correct okay till then who are you you're ramaya <laughs> that's and the next right. day you're not that no. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was my previous name right <laughs> And mm. that's the thing which Swami would often say, you know, when mm. somebody would ask, Swami would ask, who are you? And mm. if he says, I'm a doctor, Swami mm. would say, no, that is your profession. Who are you? Correct. You know, I'm so-and-so's husband, I'm so-and-so's father, I'm so-and-so's wife. Mm. He says, no, that is your relationship. That is, who are you really? Mm. It's, <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of a funny incident which happened. Mm. Uh, you know, we would have this Gram Seva Mm. every year right mm-hmm. and for the sake of communication and smooth functioning of the thing we have these mobile operators correct every correct. truck is given a mobile operator and mm-hmm. you know and uh, he is supposed to communicate mm. uh, where he is what is his stock situation or if he is lost to he, the home base right to the home base which is here <laughs> in uh, puttaparthi correct you know there would always be these conversations and a lot of fun used to happen because of the you know the misunderstanding endings which happened Swami would say mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to one of the boys you know who used to assist Swami in the interview room mm-hmm. Swami told him that you know the mobile phones mm. have complicated communication okay. <laughs> Swami said because now people don't know how to communicate because of communication devices mm-hmm. you know, that's a typical example of that and I remember once one of the uh, trucks we didn't know where it was mm-hmm. they were wondering where this particular truck is mm-hmm. So they called up this boy and he said, uh, they asked him, where are you situated? Mm. So this boy was actually clueless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know the name of the village. Mm. He said, uh, I don't know exactly, but I'm situated next to a huge cinema theater. Mm. Okay. So they realized that this is the town which he was talking to because mm. not all villages here have a cinema theater. Mm. So then they asked, uh, w- there are su- two cinema halls in that uh, particular mm. town. Mm. So which theater are you next to? Mm. and this boy looked around and he said i'm to the cinema hall which is to the to my right <laughs> <laughs> you know the idea of wrong references mm, mm, mm. you know when swami just uh, mm, mm. you know when swami is asking who are you mm. you are giving a reference of somebody who probably doesn't know who he is correct you know you are referring to yourself as so and so's son so and so's mm. daughter mm. and who is he mm. and he will be so and so something so correct. all floating references and mm. swami is saying fix that reference find that thing mm. which will not change mm. because if you look at uh, you know something which is very commonly asked is mm. your dream state mm. you know let, let me say i have given you some money in my dream mm. i cannot come and ask you for that money in the waking state mm. and we have kind of accepted that the dream state is unreal because it lasts for a short span of time correct 
and here is swami saying that even this life which you are doing in your waking state is actually a very very small time in in the continuum of time correct so that is why this is also a, a floating reference don't use this passing clouds passing <laughs> clouds you know uh, to explain the same concept uh, even nisargadatta maharaj beautifully says he says it's like um, on a cloth mm-hmm. um, very beautiful scenes are painted it's like painted cloth okay uh, on the cloth uh, you have, here swami is talking about the, the paper, right. paper and uh, a painter painting a picture so i just got this right. uh, analogy that he gives he says you give the cloth to a washerman and he washes the cloth first what happens the uh, top layer of paint goes then you further wash it further wash it then even the shades and all that goes and what remains is the cloth but the cloth was always there even when you thought that this was a beautiful painting the cloth was always there only thing was it was hidden from the view because of the painting right in <laughs> so, earlier discuss swami says that you know when mm-hmm. swami says when you throw your clothes to a dobi a washerman mm-hmm. you know when it comes back mm-hmm. you say the washerman has made my clothes white mm-hmm. and swami says washerman did not make it white it was always white <laughs> the washerman just removes what was not part of it that's true that's true and um, so he says here he redefines heart hridayam sorry not a heart right he says hridayam is atma hridayam is the self and hridayam is one that is present it is brahman it is the one that is all pervasive and omnipresent when you think of the five elements for example are they representations or are they physical manifestations of this supreme consciousness when you say i am omnipresent when he when swami says hridayam is omnipresent what is there here it is air that is there or it is ether that is there so that is also a part of him that is also part of hridayam it's almost like a whole world full of transparent bodies with <laughs> no no meaning to it the body is easily broken down into five elements the five elements of you know body into organs organs into cells and cells into five elements finally so he says hridayam is omnipresent <laughs> so that is the true definition of hridayam and swami made a statement here saying true freedom springs forth only at that level so we have to still i think explore this discourse to understand how exactly that right even that analogy which swami gives the those two analogies which swami gives swami mm-hmm. gives of the tumbler and then of that of a you know a painting yes you know where you don't feel the depth Mm. you see the depth but mm-hmm. you don't feel it on the paper correct you know, a lovely analogy but then swami says it's similarly in the heart also mm. you know all the differences you see is outside if mm. you actually go within your heart mm. there is no difference you know, mm. there is no pain there is no uh, untruth there is no truth mm. it's a very very uh, strong point which swami is making but that again you know makes us think what is that hridayam which swami is uh, referring to see it's like this it's like i think the swami is Uh, spoken of it in both the ways one is he says if you want to qualify as my devotee you want to be my devotee you have to be beyond pain and pleasure you have to be beyond joy and uh, sorrow and he says if you know the truth you will automatically realize that these are not you right so it actually amounts to the same thing but the approach is in two different ways by understanding the ultimate truth you can contemplate on that and therefore be unaffected by joy and sorrow or by gradually you know cultivating that uh, approach to going beyond joy and sorrow you understand what your actual reality is <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty you know the way swami achieves it i remember we, uh, when we interviewed one of the old students mm-hmm. he says uh, there was a period of time when he was a student here and he fell sick mm-hmm. i think got some jaundice or malaria or something like that mm-hmm. and he couldn't come for darshan for a few days he had lost a lot of weight he was very weak mm-hmm. so finally when he was a little better he came to mandir mm. but he was looking very sorry you know? mm. so he thought he'll come and tell swami and swami might give him some prasadam mm-hmm. so very pathetically he went to swami and mm. he said swami i'm not feeling well mm. i've not been keeping well i've not had darshan for so many days mm-hmm. So he said, "Oh, not feeling well." Chala santosham, Swami said. Okay, and mm. see the see the way uh, Swami plays. You mm. know, it needs somebody with that kind of selfless mm. love to achieve some things mm. with such simple words. Mm. You know, this boy goes back to the hostel mm-hmm. and he's ruminating all these words. Mm. Okay, and he says he he shared with us mm. in that interview. He says, "When I went back, mm. you know, I was in pain. Mm. 
Mm. Because I was feeling very sick. I was mm. feeling drained out mm. and been through that for a week. Mm. But then after this incident, the thinking process which I had was, here I am in pain mm. and my Swami is telling mm. that he is very happy. <laughs> okay, and he said, if Swami is so happy, mm. why should I be bothered about this pain? beautiful mm. okay he said that moment that you know self sympathy and that feeling mm. of that pain pulling him down just vanished mm. he said if swami is happy about what i'm going through why should i be worried about it you know one thing is to reach that truth and say that this pain will not touch mm. me mm. but here is something you know just that love for swami and knowing mm. that here is my swami nobody is bothered about my welfare more than this swami mm. and if the swami is not bothered about my pain mm. then this pain is definitely not worth bothering about and uh, you know in our casual conversation you mentioned another thing which is when somebody is really in pain if the mind is removed from the object of pain and the mind is diverted for those few minutes for those few seconds right. if the mind is totally distracted you forget that you are in pain <laughs> that's true you know when you are having pain and you are sitting and somebody knocks the door and then you your whole attention is on who is coming in for those few milliseconds you forget pain so basically pain to the body exists the more you identify your mind identifies with that pain and you think that it is your body then you feel upset about it right in <laughs> fact that is what swami used to say when swami would encourage people to do seva mm. because swami would say that when you see others in pain mm-hmm. then the importance you give to your pain will actually reduce okay <laughs> because you will realize that the pain you are feeling is because you're giving importance to something which is trivial mm. or something which is happening it may not be trivial mm. but because you're giving importance to it and mm. when you see the larger picture when you see more people in pain you know mm. and th- that's why one of the philosophers says mm. that if you want to succeed in worldly life mm-hmm. you have to look at those who are better than you mm-hmm. and try to strive to reach there that's okay. for success in business in worldly life okay but if you want success in spiritual life mm. you have to look at those who are below you mm. and be grateful for what you are <laughs> that's right you know that tripti or that uh, that mm. satisfaction and that gratitude that is mm. so important mm. it's amazing and we are in this state now where everything is being redefined and <laughs> <laughs> right from freedom to hridayam and uh, he very clearly says the heart is not the organ that we called heart hridayam is all pervasive and hridayam is the atman so. i'm reminded of what uh, swami said dr jivanandam you know one of mm. the very uh, famous doctors in the us who comes and works here in the super specialty mm-hmm. his specialty was heart transplant he was mm-hmm. very good at that mm-hmm. and uh, very jocularly swami once looked at him and said you do heart transplant mm. i do heart transformation wow <laughs> <laughs> and he said i am mm. better than you <laughs> <laughs> that's right i mean so this whole thing um, of how and what true freedom means and how true freedom can be experienced only at the level of the hridayam is what we are going to learn about in the next portion of this discourse that left to wait till next week so dear listeners we take leave of you on behalf of sai prakash and behalf of myself we offer this humble effort of us at swami's lotus feet if you have any thoughts to share with us if you have any feedback you can always write to listener at radiosai.org we hope we are making sense in what we are saying but <laughs> uh we definitely consider this as our humble effort and as our uh, loving offering to our dear swami sairam you just heard an episode of our radio series shravanam mananam nidityasnam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 27th march 2014 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played in this episode were from the discourse delivered on 31st may 1990 to listen to the next part of this program tune in same time same day next week please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program 
by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and a loving Sairam from Prashanti Nilayam. Thank mm-hmm. you.